This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with former Iowa State soccer goalkeeper Jordan Silkowitz, who was recently selected 18th overall in the National Women's Soccer League draft by the Kansas City Current. Silkowitz is the first Iowa State player to be selected by the league. She visited with Lindsey Long of the Letter Winners Club. This Sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. Well, welcome everyone to the Iowa State SciCast. In celebration of Women's History Month, we are taking time to share stories and milestones of women at Iowa State. Today, we have a special guest who is the first woman to be drafted in the National Women's Soccer League, the NWSL, from Iowa State University, Jordan Silkowitz. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. So we're really excited to have you join us as part of the SciCast, not only because of the Women's History Month, but because of what you have done for Iowa State soccer and so let's just maybe jump right into the experience of being drafted and then we can step back through your journey and that led to that milestone. So on Friday, January 13th, you traveled to Philadelphia with your family and friends to attend the draft and you were the 18th pick overall in the draft, which is really, really impressive. What was that experience like? Honestly, still truly at a loss for words. It was one of the coolest events. It was such a well put together event and I'm a big sports fan and watching you know you watch the NFL draft you watch any of drafts in the past and you watch all these drafts and you're like whoa I wonder what it's like in person so getting to be there and live and see it live was one of the coolest things I've ever done and to be picked nonetheless especially very high for a goalkeeper was I'm just so thankful and blessed and it was really special to have it not too far from my hometown it was a few hours up north and my dad's whole side of the family is from the east coast so my uh, uncle and my cousin and my grandma drove down and surprised me and my sister, my mom and my dad. And then Mira, who's also on the soccer team, she's my best friend. She flew in from Chicago to drive up with us. And then my boyfriend who wrestles at Iowa State, David, flew in from Iowa before his duel the next day to come up and watch. So it was just a really special moment to have all my people there with me for such a big day in my life and something that I've dreamed of ever since I've known what professional soccer was. And to finally, you know, in class, I'm like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, oh, I want to be a professional soccer player. I'm like, okay, what now do you actually want to be? So to be able to to actually have that childhood dream come true is, was just incredible. Well, and you were familiar with Kansas City Current, right? Because mm-hmm. you had already kind of trained with them a few times this last summer. How did that experience prepare you going into the last season at Iowa State in order to play at the next level? I think it was so, I got, I got my feet wet with what the professional environment was like. I had the opportunity to go to three different pro teams this summer. I went to Angel City out in California. Then I went back to Kansas City and was there for a little bit. And then I went to Louisville. So just getting to see three different teams and getting to train and kind of just see each environment, it opened my eyes to, okay, what is the professional world like? Is this something I want to do? And I absolutely loved it. Kansas City was, I can't speak highly enough of the environment they have and the people they have there. I think coming to the Midwest, being from the East Coast, you know, everyone's like, oh, everyone in the Midwest is so nice. But it's true. Like people are just so welcoming to the environment. It was like super competitive but at the same time. Like everyone was there to get better. And they obviously had a, a common goal of, you know, winning an end of cell championship and 
being able to see the standards they held themselves to and the drive and what the team dynamic was like was something that was super special. And it was cool to see that before having the opportunity to actually be on the team now. Definitely. So let's maybe take a minute to share a bit of your background. Tell us about a little bit about growing up in Fairfax, Virginia, and then your club team. Yeah, so I grew up about like in Fairfax, obviously 15 minutes outside D.C., a big soccer hub. You had lots of clubs all close by. So I started out my club days at kind of when I got older at FC Virginia, where I spent a year or two, and then I moved a bit closer back to home. I played for McLean ECNL, and my senior year, we actually didn't lose a game. We won, I think, 38 straight and won the national championship. So that was a, a special ending to my club career. But I played high school soccer all four years. I absolutely loved it. It was great to meet people and get to play soccer and have fun with it. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. I share in the experience of winning a couple youth national titles and it is I think looking back on it, you don't realize at the time just how special those experiences are in youth soccer and until you can reflect on it. But it's really fun oh, that you 100%. finished your career too. It was cool too because when you go and play college soccer, obviously my whole club team was committed somewhere. And so everyone went to different places. So you get to, whether it's like on TV and you're like, oh, Auburn's playing Virginia. And you have people that are on your, on your club team that played for each of those teams. So you kind of... You know, you see people, your paths cross at different points, depending like your ab conference and your non-in-conference in games. So that was also pretty cool. That is cool. So prior to Iowa State, you transferred from Ohio State, where you were the Big Ten all-freshman team selection. When you made the decision to transfer, why did you pick Iowa State? Oh, I loved Ames. But the big reason for me um, that I was looking to transfer, I, I wanted a, a, a goalkeeper coach um, that was specific to be able to help me grow in areas that I needed to grow in. And for me, culture was super big. I wanted an environment where it was competitive, but at the same time, everyone was supportive and felt like a family. Because in the club days, it's kind of how it was, you know. Everyone was close-knit, but you're all working towards the same common goal. Everyone's working hard, pushing each other. And at the time, Dan Ball was the goalkeeper coach here. He, had, uh, he came with Matt and his staff, and they were actually at Bowling Green when I was at Ohio State, and that was my first ever college game I played. I played against Bowling Green in our indoor facility at um, Ohio State. And it's funny to see how the paths kind of cross again. So I started working with a trainer in Columbus, and he was good friends with Dan. And Dan was like, would this kid ever be interested in coming to Iowa State? And for me, like I said, when I was transferring, I could care less about how big the school was. I kind of learned that my second go around, the things that were important to me finding a school that fit my values and what I was looking for and just studying, talk to Dan and see what he was about and what he could do. I really bought into the vision that him and Matt here had, a, Matt, him and Matt had at Iowa state. And it's something I wanted to be a part of. I wanted to, I wanted to help build a program. I wanted to leave, leave it better than I found it and put Iowa state on the soccer map. And so that was the biggest reason why I came here coaches, but then also the community, the fans, Iowa nice is a true saying, but both in athletics and academics, I felt everyone was just so like family oriented and really cared about you and your journey and helping the common vision. Well, and you really leaned in because I first met you in the fall of 2020. So we were in COVID and you had signed up for university studies 303 and everything was virtual. And it was 
a challenge to say the least, but um, we made the most of it. But thinking back to that class in preparation of, you know, just kind of what you're doing today and what you're kind of talking about, for me, it's been a joy to just see how much you've grown and how you have leaned into every opportunity that has been presented in front of you. Um, and that's, I think, what it takes too. And so from that class and building those strong relationships, what do you remember from that class that helped prepare you as a leader? Well, we had this really incredible professor and <laughs> she connected us with past alumni. So you set me up with um, Mike Myers. He was a former MLB player and he now works at the MLB Players Association. And I think it's super cool. I still have a relationship with him to this day. He actually came out to our TCU game last fall to watch us play, which was pretty special. And I still talk to him on the daily. But the biggest thing that he taught me that I've taken away is to build relationships and build that connection with people. He bounced around from numerous of MLB teams. And he said everywhere he went, he made sure to build relationships and keep those connections. So the biggest thing he told me was, he would get business cards and on the back of business cards, he would write something from their conversation that would, he could text them later on and to be memorable, whether it's like, oh, their son played baseball and you check in like, hey, how's your son doing? Like just, you know, being a good person and, and checking in on people and keeping those relationships and not just reaching out to people when you need something, but that you genuinely care about them and you, you care about the relationship you've built. So that's something that I've taken away. And Mike really encouraged me to reach out to different people to build relationships with and learn from people. And so, I mean, this summer was a big attest to that, like using relationships that I've had to help me learn, whether it's it's like it was going to train with pro teams. I Lloyd, actually my current goalkeeper coach at Kansas City, he was my first ever goalkeeper coach in Virginia at um, a club called Lee Mount Vernon. So I played for a club and I really wanted to be a goalkeeper, but they're like, no, sorry, you're a waste of space in the goal. like. I used to run track. So they're like, nope, you need to play up top. You got to score. Like you can't play in goal. I was like, no, I really want to. So I moved to Lee Mount Vernon, which they're like, yeah, we'll give you some time in there. Like you really want to see it. So I went to my first goalkeeper training and Lloyd was the coach because he was at the time with the Washington spirit. So he was helping awesome. doing some things on the side. So he was actually my first ever goalkeeper coach. Now I did a few sessions with him, but it's pretty cool to see. What a full circle. I know. Right. It was cool. For quality, comfortable, and authentic styles on Cyclone Game Days and Every Day, insist on Authentic Brand Sportswear, the premium alternative gear of choice in the Midwest and across the nation. Choose Authentic Brand for your game day styles. I have to interject here. You played forward mm -hmm. early on. Is that what maybe inspires kind of the unique style that you bring as a goalkeeper? I think so. I think I also, I just, I like to make it fun. You know, I like to, I think obviously the, now the modern goalkeeper, you're very involved with your feet and in the game and you like, you don't just sit on your line. You're not just a shot stopper. You're, you're way more than that. But I think for sure, I like to, I like to be in the action. I remember begging Matt every spring. I'm like, please let me play in the field for one game. Like, come on. I just want a little time. I think it would be fun. I never got in, but I think well, for sure. Well, over, over the years that you have been here and calling the soccer games, it's been fun to do some of the comparison with other Big 12 schools, you know, especially within the conference mm -hmm. of just how much you add to the offense from the goalkeeper position. I mean, it's unlike we've ever had at Iowa State before, but it's also unlike many, if not all of our other Big 12 conference teams that you play against. And so I just think that it's fun to see how much of a drive you have offensively 
from what you would really think about as a defensive position because of of stopping shots. I don't think I ever knew that about you. So that's wow. Look, learning new things. Learning something new. But they always say like it's cliche, you know, like your forwards are your first line of defense and your backs are your first line of attack. But I think that's what makes it fun. And like I guess I take that very literal. I, I love I love being a part of the attack. I love getting to see things from the back and all of it and be able to, you know, use my strengths to be able to help. You really have the best view of the field. Mm -hmm. So you can not only be the control center, you know, in the direction and the leadership and all of the things that go into it as the goalkeeper position, but you can also read the plays or see the offensive opportunities better than anybody else. So mm-hmm. I love that you bring that perspective. I think that's what's going to help you really advance quickly into uh, the NS- NWSL. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been cool. It's obviously it's very different. You're learning what you can and can not do. Sure. Um, just each level is a jump, but. So maybe we can go into that. So once you were drafted, you went right into training with the team along with other members who were drafted, but mm-hmm. that didn't actually mean that you had made the team. So you trained in Florida at the mm-hmm. IMG center for how, how long? We were there for like three-ish weeks. Okay. And what was that experience like? It's an adjustment period. So you obviously go from high school to college and that's one adjustment, but the jump from college to pro, there's there's not much that can get you prepared for it. It's just like being in it is the only thing that kind of will help you get used to it. But you're playing with the some of the best players in the world. You're surrounded by world-class players. And for me, it, it definitely took a, a little bit to get used to it. You also have that jump in like socially too. In college, you're, you're ranging from like one to five years with the red shirt and COVID year between players. But here it's 10 plus. And like people have different lives. Like people are married on the team. People have kids and you're a rookie coming right out. You're 22 years old coming out of college. It's just like very different and being able to navigate that and build relationships. And it's like kind of being a freshman all over again. So um, it was definitely an adjustment, but each day as it went along, it, it got a little better. I remember you had said something uh, when we talked about the experience. Well, even at the end of that training trip, you were offered Mm -hmm a two-year contract to officially be on the team. And when you had reached out to me, you said, I've never stopped so many shots with my face. <laughs> Was that like, how, how do you adjust to just the style, the quickness? Like, how do you adjust to some of that higher level play? That's something I've honestly really struggled with. Just like the pace of everything, the pace of a, the game is faster, but also like the pace and like, balls that are coming in and so for me it's just like getting my hands up was obviously a bit slow so I, t- I took a few off the face the chest but the biggest thing is just like time and reps the more you can see the more you can and Lloyd was super helpful with that whether it was staying after and catching 150 balls like just the more you see the more you kind of get used to it and in college you can get away with more things like if you're giving up something you might not always get exploited here if you're giving up the smallest angle or the net the nutmeg man people people see that right away and go doink so it's just like being able to understand, like you're reading the game has to be a lot faster. And for me, a big adjustment too is here, I, it's like, okay, I'm passing the ball to Dabinia and she's going to do something with the ball. I don't have to make everything happen. Mm-hmm. So like being just finding the moments of when to, you know, punch those passes in through the gaps and when to just play and keep it. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. Well, and you're a competitor, so you're going to rise to the occasion. And you had mentioned Mira and David a little bit earlier. 
with Mm -hmm. coming out to the draft, but even just seeing your friendships evolve and seeing how well you inspire others to be their best and how others inspire you to be your best. I mean, even at this level, you've maintained those relationships and those friendships, which you kind of talked about with what Mike kind of inspired or maybe gave you a new perspective um, to approach. But like you are at a higher level, but you're rising to that occasion and you're playing with the big dogs like you. Mm -hmm. Adriana French goes by AD. She's a starting goalkeeper for the Kansas City Current, played college at a fellow Big 12 school at Oklahoma State. She's one of the most decorated goalkeepers I learned in the NWSL history and is on the Women's World Cup team. So we're talking about the elite of the elite. What has it been like training with such caliber players? It's been like her and Cassie. Um, we have such a great goalkeeper group. Uh, they're incredible goalkeepers and they're even better people. They've really helped me out, really been great mentors, people to look up to. It's really cool to see like AD is someone that she's like accomplished things that I want to accomplish in my life. I want to be on the national team. I want to be a well-established pro. So getting to see how she lives her day, day in and day out, how she trains, the standards she holds herself to, how she does things. I'm trying to be the biggest sponge I can be and learn from her and Cassie and what they do and also kind of add my own flair to it and use my strengths and okay how can I how can I do this how can I take what they do and see if that works for me see what doesn't work but they've been just great like teachers and being able to watch and be a sponge it's been it's been awesome and I've really grown a lot and I I love the challenge you've always loved the challenge it's been such a good challenge it's like okay don't hold the group back now like, sure rise to the occasion exactly so I mean it's each and every day is that so you are settled now into Kansas City. Mm-hmm. What are you most excited for off the field? I think just getting to explore this amazing community. Um, I think Kansas City fans are diehard fans in all their sports. It's really cool going, just going out. You go to a coffee shop and someone's wearing a Casey Current shirt. Or you overhear someone talking. Oh, we can't wait to go to Casey Current games. It's, it's really special. It's really It's really cool the way the city shows up for their sports teams. But I'm excited to get involved in the community give back. I've been given so much in, in my time and I want to pay that forward. So I think now that I'm a little more settled at season starting this week, but um, just to find ways to get involved. Well, we talk about Hilton South with, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being in March Madness and being at the Big 12 tournament, you know, hopefully Hilton South will show up for you. I mean, soccer field wise, but just the number of people that can show up. We were already looking at your schedule to see when we could come down to a game. So it'll be really fun to cheer you on and Um, There's a lot of people here from Ames that are cheering you on and watching your success. And so I hope that you continue to feel that. And it's just been fun, fun getting to know you on and off the field. Well, you're the goat, Lindsay. So I hope you know that. I do have one more. For all Cyclone fans out there, (laughs) Lindsay Long is the greatest. No, Um, I do have one more question. So kind of outside of soccer, but just from a leadership standpoint, you joined Mm -hmm. SAC Exec for your last semester that you were here and kind of got some different experiences there connecting with people across sports. And you had a really neat uh, event that you came up with and you kind of talked about it when it was your draft day and you were going through some memories at Iowa State. Tell us about that event that you Uh, Brainchild Olympics. Cyclone Olympics. It was uh it was David, DJ and I were all sitting in a room and we're like, oh, it'd be so fun to have like just like backyard games, like you know, recess games, not like actual sports, but like fun games like dodgeball, spike ball, like okay, who's the who are the best athletes at the school? Like, let's see, let's see who's the ultimate winner. So uh we came to you, we sat down and went through a bunch of uh events, which ones were okay for us to do where we wouldn't get hurt but also fun. So 
it was cool to we'll only talk about the first year because we didn't win the second year <laughs> it's fine it was like triple uh, the attendance though I mean it was oh, crazy it was incredible it was incredible and it, it was just so fun to compete and you got to meet so many different student athletes from different sports obviously you have like basketball who kind of has their own facility and you know we share a facility with uh track and softball but just having all the athletes together there and get to meet different people and honestly just have fun and it was cool obviously a lot of people are very competitive um not wanting to lose I remember this past year I was like this sucks we didn't even make the podium <laughs> I was like kind of butthurt I was like I wish I didn't play it just end on the last year where we won but it's cool to just bring everyone together and just play fun games and so overall in your entire time at Iowa State mm -hmm. what is one of the best memories that you will hold dear as you now are no longer in your collegiate athletic journey, but you're continuing professionally. I think the people, I think this is going to sound, I'm young, but the older I get like this, the more I appreciate the genuine relationships I have with people. And I think that's the biggest thing I can take away from Iowa State. I've met people that I will talk to for the rest of my life. And I found, I've met my best friend. I've met incredible people like you who I will talk to forever. So I just think, that's the biggest thing I couldn't be more grateful for Iowa State for. And I'm so happy I decided to to transfer there. Well, we're happy that you became a Cyclone and you are the first, you know, draft for the NWSL uh, from Iowa State. And nobody will ever be able to take that title away from you. So congratulations to you, Jordan. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. And um, we'll be cheering you on as the you best. continue to grow. So thank you. Thank you for Thanks joining for us today. Me. You're welcome. We'll talk soon. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.